What's going on, everybody? My name's Coach Stefan, and welcome to the Everyday Pursuit Podcast. I'm here with my special guest, Coach Riley. Say what's up. Hey, everyone. Very, very excited to record this episode because I think that this is a common area a lot of people struggle in, and it is how to stay consistent. And uh, Coach Riley got this upon request, right? Correct. I know um, a lot of, and honestly, what we'll do, just to let you guys know, is sometimes on social media, we'll put up a poll and just say like, what do you want us to make an episode on? Because we do this podcast for you exclusively, um, we make sure that, you know, there, there are topics that are going to be relevant to you. And so if you have a specific topic, please go and message us and we'll try to definitely get it in. Uh, my ask for you guys too is if you could just pause real quick, give us a five-star review if you feel like we're worth it. Also, if you want to like, comment, subscribe, share, do all those social media things, whatever you do, you like to take screenshots, you like to share the reel, you want to share the link with somebody, this could be extremely helpful to that person. And honestly, we would really appreciate it. Um, you know, we don't we don't run ads or anything. This is how we get around word of mouth. So any type of sharing would be op- uh, awesome. But let's dive in. So consistency is definitely key to having success in pretty much anything in life. Uh, but fitness, especially it's the long game. And I think that there's two sides of the coin, um, or two sides of the industry. There's the industry that is trying to tell people, um, the truth really of like, Hey, it's a longer thing. You should worry about your mobility. Like you should care about your cardiovascular health. You should care about the quality of food. And then there's the industry that produces the short game, right? Like the fat burners, every Mm -hmm. supplement build as much muscle, get as shredded. And like, there's good and bad sides to both from my standpoint, but we're going to we're going to help you on this episode understand like how to stay more consistent whether you're on more of this side where you're concerned about like your health and your longevity if that is more your concern more power to you if your concern is to get jacked shredded ripped like if that's your concern you know if that's what you want more um we're going to help you st- like actionable steps to stay more consistent for that too. Mhm. I feel like I have three things that help me personally with consistency. And I'll start with the basic of finding times and days where I'm more likely to not not say no to the gym. So times and days where I am more likely to say yes. This isn't to say that there's going to be some Mm -hmm. days where I'm not going to want to say yes, but this is speaking in general terms. So for me personally, since I am also in person and online, when I am in person, I am more likely to say yes if I work out after I coach my clients because I'm already in the gym. And I'm more likely to say yes in the morning sessions for workouts rather than later because I have so many other excuses that I personally will end up saying to the point where like then the day comes and it's like, I'll say all these excuses and I'll end up not end up going when it's late in the day because I'm more tired. I want to kind of wind down for bed. So that would definitely be number one. Number two, consistency. This is more of that longevity, like long-term route, is finding a way to make fitness fun. Have you ever tried these crash uh, fitness, like not diets, these fitness plans that you end up doing and only last for a certain amount of time? You get results and you lose it. A lot of that could stem from it wasn't fun. You didn't like it maybe. And if you don't like something, like how are you going to maintain this for your life? And I hate to to break it to you, but fitness and 
your fitness journey really is lifestyle. It is forever kind type thing. Like if you kind of just stop completely, you're not going to maintain really what you built. You're going to take Mm -hmm. the sacrifice of losing what you kind of built up. So I think that's a huge factor of finding ways to make it fun. So yes, stay on your plan, but maybe there is a time where like it gets boring or starting to feel like a chore where you're wanting to completely give up and not make it a consistent lifelong thing. Okay, find other ways to implement and sprinkle in that make fitness fun. Hiking, swimming, dancing, sports. There's so many different other ways to make moving your body fun. And it kind of just teaches your brain that when you are in the gym, that moving your body is fun. Or maybe it just brings that extra like spark and motivation of like, okay, I've taken this little break, but I'm still moving my body. So I'm still making progress. And now I'm ready to get back in, stay more on touch with the lifting program. And then the third thing for me is tap into your emotions. So I have a vision board that I keep right in front of my face that I see every single day. And there is a specific word that I found on a magazine and was active at any age. And I see a lot with like my grandpa, his girlfriend, those around us um, that are on the older. I see how much suffering comes from not being able to move your body and just living life to live. And I personally think that's my own personal hell. (laughs) So I tap into my emotions of like being active at all ages. And that comes from what I'm doing now. That's going to distinguish how my body is able to perform when I am older. Like I personally want to always be able to experience life, to always have this awesome, fulfilling, Mm -hmm. satisfying, healthy, strong life. And that comes from what I'm doing now. So always keeping that in the back of my mind really helps me to, you know, get my butt in geared and just any type of movement any single day. That doesn't mean like go hard every single day, but like I think of it as in movement every single day, whatever that looks like. And what comes with that is following a structure plan. And then, you know, a little sprinkling of the fun kind of all intertwines. Those three are my top three that I would say when it comes to consistency with fitness. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with a lot of that. I, I love that you have that like long-term goal because I think people can't stay with it. Yes. Cause the fun and I'll tap into that. Cause I talk about that a lot and it's very simple. Um, but I think having longer goals is, I mean, like if your goal was just to like get just the next promotion at your job, like just the next step. I don't know where you are in your job. Well, let's say you're pretty new and you're like, I just want to get that, that step. Once I'm there, I'm fine. Like, okay, you get there and then you're like, now I have to stay here for 20 years. Like that's <laughs> depressing, right? Like that's what the people that are like, oh, I've been at my job doing the same thing and I hate my life. Like, that's not what we want. Same thing for your fitness journey. Number one, it's a lot of work. Does it, you know, it doesn't work. Doesn't have to be hard though. I think we have a society mm-hmm. that like avoids work. Right. And we hear a lot of like the entrepreneurial social media grind, do the work, put in the work, but just like Nike, like just do it. And the more you do it, you're going to ask yourself after you do the work, do I like this work? Like I know Riley does like yoga and other meditation and things that I don't really practice as much because I don't find them as fun. I like them, but like I might do different styles of training or I might go to martial arts, whatever. That's what I think is fun. And the cool thing about fitness is it's to each their own. Like it's whatever you want to do, as long as it's um, like good for your body. And I think the longevity goal 
even if you're carried, like, even if your number one worry is like, I want to get a good ass right now, like totally understand that. But when you're like 50, not that you won't want a good body, what will that matter as much? And I know like you don't maybe think of that if you're watching this and you're younger, but like, are you saving for retirement? Probably. Oh, you are? Oh, well, who cares when you're 50? So part of you is being smart and you're like, well, I'm planning on living till I'm what? 70, 80 years old. Let's just throw some numbers out there. So you're- Better be older than that. Yeah, well, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying like, okay, so 85 years old. So you're, you're planning on living to 85 years old. So you're saving money. You're making sure you're building a career, all that. But then your health, you're not thinking about what that's going to be when you're that old. And this is the dumbest excuse in my, what I think when I hear like, I won't care. Who cares when you're old? You're going to care. Think about it. When you're 60 and you get to retire and you don't have to work and you have like a lot of money, you just literally want to spend the next 25 of your, your years like broken. I have a client that literally just re-signed with me today. That's about 70 years old. She goes skiing. She goes snowmobiling. Mm-hmm. She's extremely active. She's living her life. Her husband's a little bit younger um, and still works. She doesn't work. She goes and travels all over and has a pretty freaking awesome life. That is how I want to be. You know what I mean? And she looks good. You know, for her age, she looks very good, Um, very young because she's been active her whole life and she's taking care of herself. And so even for me, somebody that comes from the realm of like martial arts and sports performance and, you know, modeling and more of the aesthetic stuff with athletics, I'm even getting into like having better mobility, having better flexibility because I also care about how I look and I feel. Um, so I definitely resonate with that. And and you might say, well, Coach Seven, how does this keep me consistent? It's hard to keep working towards something when the goal's like almost there. You know what I mean? Like I want to get in shape for this wedding. What happens when the wedding's done? But if you have a goal that's kind of like a very, very long term, it's going to do two things. It could either deter you and be like, oh, that's like 30 years away. Like there's no way. Or it can excite you. Right. And I think that what where Riley's standing and me too, it excites me. Like I'm kind of mm-hmm. excited to like, if I live to be that old, what will I look like? Like, will I be in great shape? Will I be one of those like old rip dudes with a gray beard? Like, <laughs> will I, uh, you know, how will I look, how will I feel. And for me having a family, like I also want to set that example for my mm-hmm. kid and my future kids and my wife and everybody. Um, so I think so. Uh, the next thing on touching on the topics that she talked on, You might say, I will never think working out is fun. And that's okay. But it doesn't really matter what you think about working out. Now, in the perfect world, should you make your workouts as fun as possible? Absolutely, because there's less barrier. And a lot of people put these huge barriers, like they drive to a gym that's 40 minutes away. Not a good idea. Um, They work out at night after they've already given all their energy points to their kids and work and everything, and they give themselves a leftover. Not a good idea. Um, They make sure that they don't have like food ready. It's like all these barriers that you're kind of purposely putting in your way. And the reason that I'm talking about the barriers is because it can take away from your happiness. Like it sucks. You're like, I can't, you know, this is in the way. I'm too busy. I have this, Mm -hmm. I have this. If you just had something that you enjoyed a little bit more, right? You don't have to love it, but something that was more fun to you. um, Well, there's two things. You can do that and have something that's more fun and then you won't have to mental battle. So for me, if I didn't go to the gym, I'd do martial arts. I love it. I love boxing and wrestling and jujitsu. And I, not only do I have to not make myself go, I look forward to it. Like, I'm like, I'm almost off work. I get to go to practice. Think about that. Like, if you could, like, just like you watch Netflix every single night or you do something fun or you go out with your friends, nobody's forcing you to do that. Like, you're looking forward to it. And that's how fit people are with the gym. They're like, it's gym time. Let's go. 
if you could have that mindset and not saying you ever will, but if you could, do you think it would be more difficult to go to the gym or easier? Mm, easier, right? And if you can take down those barriers, right? Mental barrier, because that's the first barrier. I don't want to go. Then if you're like, well, I want to get a good body and the martial arts or maybe specific yoga or like just throwing out things that aren't lifting weights. That's not going to help me gain the booty. That's not going to help me get the abs. Okay, cool. I agree that you primarily want to probably do strength training in a gym on a structured program for the vast majority of your workouts. Doesn't mean you can't sprinkle in different things. And even if that's you, this is the second framework. So the first one is like, I just need to take down barriers and do something more fun. And if you're like, well, I don't want to do that. I need to be lifting weights and lifting weights will never be fun. Here's what you do. You just take your emotion, all your feelings about you not wanting to go or if it's hard and you just shut them up. Like that's the only way. Like it doesn't matter if it's hard, do it anyways. Nobody cares. And I literally just did an episode on this. Like your results don't care that you feel like you don't want to go. Like the fat on your body is not going to be like, well, she doesn't feel like going. So it was just, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Just like every single day you do things that you don't want to do, dishes, job, taking care of the kids that are whining, all these things that you do every single day, you do them because you want the desired outcome. You want to be a good mom. You want to be a good spouse. You want to have these things. And so you don't really care that you love it. You just do it. And so the biggest help for me for consistency is I just take my emotion out of it. And that's very, very challenging to do. It's easier said than done. Mm -hmm. But the cool thing is once you do it and once you've done it like more than three months, four months, it just becomes what you do. That's just what you do. Riley is just a fit person. She's just a mindful person that takes care of her body. That's just what Riley does. Riley doesn't have to go through mental battles every day. Do I want to eat healthy today? And I shouldn't do this, but she, there's no conversation in her head because we always have two sides. We have, sorry, I was completely cutting you off, but it's actually interesting because I personally like the shutting the emotion off doesn't help me. So if you feel like that's uncomfortable for you, I turn my emotion on by correlating these things with how I want to feel in my goals. So like happiness, strength, confidence, alive, all these things, like all these actions and behaviors of going to the gym, eating healthy, they correlate to those feelings. So maybe turning off your emotions help you, but maybe if that's uncomfortable for you, you can turn them on to a different spectrum and level. Yeah. And I, and I'm not talking about like, and I agree with that. I'm not talking about all emotions. I'm talking about the voice in your head. Mm -hmm. That's the scared, weak, feeble version. We all have two versions, at least of ourselves, the strong, confident, sexy, badass version, and like the weaker version. And so you, yeah, right. The devil and angel. So you definitely want to sit there and tell yourself good things and positive things and think of all the positive things I'm talking about. You're telling that voice, nope, I don't care. I don't listen to you. Shut up. Nope, I'm not, I don't care. And you sit there and you replace those thoughts with, oh, I'm going to feel so good after my workout. I'm yeah. going to look so good in that dress, blah, blah, blah. And dude, trust me, I'm not just some like emotional, emotionless robot where I'm just <laughs> like, it needs to be done. So I'm doing it and I don't care. Look, I'm a super emotional person and I know because I've been doing it so often and for so long that like, even on the days where I don't feel like I work out, if I do, I'll always be like, wow, that was a good choice. I feel really good. I feel so calm. And I struggle with, you know, some ADHD and anxiety. So for me, it's super important. It's literally my daily medication. So I, not only from a physical standpoint, but from a mental standpoint, like it's, I, I view it as a necessity. And my, and the cool thing too, is 
You might even be struggling with, well, it's hard to stay consistent because of my family. It's hard to stay consistent because of my job. Look, if you just adapt, and, and I know it's cliche saying fitness is a lifestyle, but if you do it, people and the world will stop bugging you about it, including yourself. Like people just know, Stefan just works out. Like when I go back on vacation, there's no like debate. Oh, I'm going to the gym. Okay. Like, oh, you're going to the gym and why? Like there's no, people just get used to that. Just like you have that one friend, you're like, yeah, Jeremy's always kind of, excuse my French, an asshole. That's just who Jeremy is or whatever, right? And people just excuse it because that's just Jeremy. So if people will excuse that, people can just get used to you being healthy and fit. And a lot of it is you convincing yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I say that, because I know a lot of people listening to this might be moms or dads or have a spouse and, and you use those excuses as barriers. If you just go and you just go to the gym and, and do these things, it just becomes who you are. And I think that like, that would be my biggest thing is you need to reinvent yourself Mm. about like, I am no longer this person. And, and the thing is, if it's temporary, it will be temporary. You have temporary results. Mm -hmm. If you're just kind of this person, cause you want to get in shape for a wedding. If you're just kind of this person, cause you ate bad during the holidays, you will just kind of be the version you want to be. Fair enough. Right. You'll just be that person for, you'll be the, a, a little more fit version for as long as you do it. But if you're like, I would like to live the vast majority of my life healthy, confident, fit, feeling good, feeling vibrant, how Riley says, feeling good when I'm 70 years old, then it is a constant effort. And if you are battling a different version of yourself, right? Like the, let's just say right now, you're overweight, you're unhealthy, you're not fit. And then you have that other version, you know, it's your potential version and you're doing this internal battle. Oh, it's gonna suck. And you'll probably fail a lot because you haven't made that internal transformation. And in the beginning, those thoughts will definitely be rattling back and forth mm-hmm. because you haven't made that transition yet, but it is in the process of happening. Right, yeah. And it, it is not an overnight thing, Mm-mm. but it's just, it's hard to kind of put in context, but like, think of like the things you did. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you a personal example for me. When I went to college, I don't like school, first of all. I'll be super open. Like. I never did really well in school. I def- I didn't do terrible, but I was not like a smart kid. I felt like I always struggled even when I was like really young with like being behind in reading and other things. So my whole life, I kind of told myself like, you know, you struggle with doing homework and turning assignments in on time and you're not that good. And then when I went to college, I kind of had like that same belief, right? Like I bought into that and I knew that and I started to go to college and I was struggling in the military. And then I had one class and I got an A and I'm like, damn, I got an A in college. I like really tried super hard. And then from that point, I was like, wow, I, I really am like, can learn anything. And then I also knew nothing about aircraft when I was in the air force. So I learned to work on this big aircraft with all these hydraulic cables and all these things and a million buttons. And I literally didn't even know how to change oil on a car before, like not kidding. So I did it. And then I told myself like, you're no longer the jock, stupid Stefan. Like that's basically the negative version. I'm like, ah, you're, you're good looking, you're athletic, you have a good body, but you're not that smart. Like that's literally the story I told myself. So then I reinvented myself by, by just having a conversation with myself. And, and you have to have some proof though. You can't just be like, I, at least for me, I'm this person, I'm this person. I, and I'm like, okay, if you're that person, prove it, prove it to the other version, right? Mm-hmm. Prove it to the devil version. Tell the better version of you that you can do it and show them. So that's going to shut them up, Right. And so that's what I did. I'm like, no, you need to do really well. You're way smarter than you think. And even if you're not that smart, you're a really hard worker. You know that for sure. So you, even if 
you weren't as smart as the other kids. You could outwork them, couldn't you? And I'm like, yeah, I could. And I ended up getting, you know, the highest honors in college, doing really well, all because I chose to like reinvent myself into a different version of myself. Mm -hmm. So you have the power. You have the choice. You can be like, I am whatever your name is, blank. I am fit. I am healthy. I am, um, you know, confident. I have good energy. Like you can start speaking those things into existence. And I would suggest that that's what you need to do. Even when I first started this business, guys, I was like, we train veterans and first responders and military professionals because that's what I wanted to train. I said that from day one. Guess what? That's before I had one client. And now we train a bunch of them. I spoke it into existence. I told myself like, this is what I do. This is who we are. And what do you know? We became that. Your mind is just like a muscle. So the more that you do it, the more that it's going to wire and fire together. And that's who you're going to be. And that's why I personally love journaling. I love having a vision board. I love listening to music. It brings all the different senses in the hearing of the uplifting words and affirmation lyrics that resonate with the life that I want to build. And then I see the eye perspective of my vision board and the images. And then I have the emotion side with writing out affirmations on my journal. So it's like hitting so many mm -hmm. visionary points that it is going to happen. Even if you have Pinterest too, every single morning, look at that Pinterest board of who you are now because the only thing that's happening right now is now. There's no past, there's no future. That only comes through your thoughts. So if your thoughts are still on the past, that's who you're always going to be. So focus on who you are now with looking feeling, hearing mm -hmm. every single thing. And it's just going to end up happening. Right. Right. And I know I need to do a vision board too, but I am a visual person too. And there's things within business and my own body and everything that I've literally basically spoken into existence. Mm -hmm. Like I've just like, because if you're focused, it's just like when you're riding a motorcycle, they're like, if you look towards the right, you'll go to the right and you'll crash, you know, wherever your vision is towards, that's where you go. And this ties into consistency like this. If you want to be consistent, you need to have a goal. I would suggest it is a pretty long-term goal. Doesn't mean you can't have sub goals, right? But a long-term goal. And then within that goal, you need to ask yourself like, how am I going to get there? Well, I think how you're going to get there is number one, you should really try to reinvent yourself. And it starts with finding workouts that are fun, learning how to stay con like, you know, consistent, um, making choices that align with who you want to be. Like what would a fit person eat? What would a fit person do? Would they go out and drink and party? No. What would, you know, if that's the version you want to be, what would a healthy person do? It's just like if somebody's trying to get wealth, what does a millionaire do? What does a rich person do? Right. And you start going towards that goal. Um, consistency really is key to getting the goal you want because within health and fitness, it, it's not linear. So it's not just straight up or straight down. Mm -hmm. There's, there's ebbs and flows and waves. And so if you guys are struggling, staying consistent, just go re-listen to this episode, <laughs> re-listen to the episode, um, and if you feel like you're really struggling, like you just, you don't know how to formulate everything, come talk to one of us, right? Hit us up on social media. You can hit us up uh, uh, on Instagram at pursuit underscore HP. You hit up Riley. What's your Instagram? Tell them. Uh, grind dot and align. And align. Yeah. And she has a bunch of followers on there. Really good content. So if you guys are struggling with like, okay, this episode was, was really good, but how do I, like, what do I actually do? What is the actionable step? If we, we I mean, we taught be talking for hours on this episode, mm -hmm. doing it. So definitely hit us up. I really appreciate you guys listening in and um, to this episode. Please 
Like I said, like, comment, share, subscribe, whatever you can do to get the word out there. And if you feel like this episode was helpful, send it to a friend. We really appreciate it. We love you guys, and we'll see you next time. See you soon. 